0: The Affidea Podcast, brought to you by Express Care with Affidea, with clinics in the Elysian in Cork and Northwood and Talla in Dublin. There's nothing more important than health.
1: Hello and welcome to the Affidea Podcast on scans. I'm Al and today I'm talking to Derville O'Driscoll, consultant radiologist with Affidea. Dervil, you're very welcome. Today, we're talking about what a radiologist actually does. We've spoken to one of your colleagues, Mark, who's a radiographer, about scans. So once he's taken the scan, it's sent to you. Can you, can you briefly, I suppose, start off with going through what the different types of scans are?
0: OK, well, I suppose our, our initial screening investigation is often an X-ray or a radiograph, which we use to look for fractures um, in the young and old population in our express clinics. We also um, look for chest infections, so it's a very useful screening tool. The next kind of big screening tool we use is ultrasound. Um, ultrasound can be used for any kind of non-specific abdominal pain, and it's very useful to look at the viscera, the solid organs. But it won't give us a good picture of the bowel, or so it gives us some information, but not all information. So sometimes, if we're not really sure what an ultrasound shows, we'll refer for cross-sectional imaging, which is CT and MRI. So a CT scan, often called a CAT scan is um you we use ionizing radiation and it we often give contrast but we have a really good picture of what's happening inside the body so it's very good for any like pathological process like appendicitis diverticulitis like absolutely everything for cancer for spread we can see we get a really good picture of the inside of the body the bowel and the solid organs and the lymph nodes and the vessels um also for the brain um, and then i suppose the next step would be an mri scan which is a non, um, no radiation. It's used as a magnet. Um, it is, does take longer and it can be a bit more uncomfortable for patients because of claustrophobia, but it does give us excellent tissue differentiation. So we use this an awful lot for brain and neuroimaging, for the spine, and we use it for the liver if we want to investigate a certain lesion. Um, it just gives us very good characteristic imaging, like imaging features. We use lots of different sequences to help us pinpoint what a thing is.
1: None of these scans but, are dangerous, are they?
0: Not dangerous. An MRI is safe. For example, there's no radiation with MRI or ultrasound. You can do an MRI from the second trimester of pregnancy onwards. An ultrasound can be done at any time. Um, an x-ray or a CT scan uses a bit of radiation, but a, like a lot smaller than you get on an airplane, for example. Um, a CT scan would be more, but we always protocol them. So they're only done if they're justified.
1: OK, let's get onto your job, you're a radiologist. So what, what kind of training did, did you go through to become a radiologist?
0: Well, like every other uh, medical doctor, you do your five or six years of medical school, um, followed by your internship, which takes one year in the hospital of where you trained. And then you move on and do your senior house officer years, which is two years um, of medical training. And after that, most people would decide to do either medicine or surgery. And you kind of enter into a, a program. But many people like for doing a radiology scheme, you need to get onto a specialist registrar scheme so i was lucky enough to get onto it very early in my career but some people might do medicine for a few years yet first after that you when you get onto your radiology scheme you do four years in a specific center i did mine at st James's hospital and you um you do exams at the end of the first year and at the end of the fourth year um which are very very tough and after, followed by that you go to have to do one year of fellowship i went to new york city to memorial Sloan cancer it's a big world-renowned university hospital for cancer imaging, um, so I spent a year there and then came home. And then you're qualified to work as a consultant in an Irish hospital. So after then, I came home, and returned. I was between the Mater and St James's before I started Naffadia three years later.
1: What drew you to radiology? Presumably, when you went into medicine in the first place, you were you were looking to be a GP or specialist, whatever.
0: Yeah, it is true. Um, but I, well, and I have a sister who's a GP, and I have mm. a lot of respect for GPs. But I'm actually a total bookworm. I love um, I love learning something new. I always have from, you know, from early school days. So radiology is academic. I do pure diagnostic radiology. So I'm, I am I. just love learning something new. I, I love finding an interesting study. I love having to look stuff up. I love the research that comes with radiology. What does
1: a <laughs> typical day for you then consist of, Gerbil?
0: Well, a typical day is, um, without the day, it's, it's different because I'm a purely diagnostic radiologist. Mm. So I don't do any intervention. Um, so I would wake up to a list of certain scans would be assigned to me just from the general list. And we always report oldest first. Um, and then there'd be some specific scans I do the MMA the mixed martial arts brain scans I do prostate so you might have a few specific scans assigned to you and then once you've finished that initial list that's assigned to you you start working off the general list which in after day is a mix of ultrasound CT MRI radiographs and you just kind of work off the list at your own pace um, for the day really um, you can take your breaks which you need to take frequently um, and you could just keep working like that
1: the radiographer takes the scan in the first place, but they always tell the patient that they they send the scan on to the radiologist and they won't give the patient a view. Uh, it's not their job. Presumably, they do see things. Uh, if they do, do they pass their view on to you?
0: Oh, absolutely. And lots. Of, uh, oftentimes if they see something that they're worried about, they mark the scan as priority or urgent. Mm. So it goes to the top of the list. So they often pick up mo it's a significant volume of the important findings that would be lost without the radiographers and the sonographers in particular.
1: When when you get a scan, what are you looking for?
0: I suppose the first thing you um, look at is what type of scan it is. Then you look at, is there what's the clinical indication? What's the re- referring physician or um, specialist sending the patient in for? What are they concerned about? Uh, the next thing I would always do is look to see, is there any prior imaging? Because it's important to know if something is new or longstanding. Um, and then the next step would be to see what actual scan you're doing. Is it like, and, and what protocol you've used? Could all of these guides you to look at? So, for example, you have a, a, a GP has referred in an MRI brain for someone question mark demyelination.
1: So, so but just just what 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 is a demyelination?
0: Demyelination is something like multiple sclerosis. Okay. So it's a common um, disorder in kind of young, and it's very non-specific symptoms. So people can it can often be the scan can be negative but it cannot. it can be positive so i suppose the first thing is if you find no demyelinating lesions in the brain you then start to go through your checklist of what else you have to check and you just you just know in the different scans what you have a standard checklist in your head that you go through to make sure you including congenital anomalies which are normal and non important mm-hmm. you have to check them all and tick them off in your head
1: presumably you check off when you say it's not ms do you go looking to see what else could be causing the issue
0: absolutely that's that's exactly what we do so you look for the first thing what the referring t- physician sends in and then you go and you by going through an instrumental like a checklist in your head because you do so these so frequently you can look around and you of course you check to make sure there's nothing else that could be causing the symptoms
1: then you go from something like that to to the other end of the body to maybe something like a broken foot there's a lot of bones down there where do you start?
0: Well, basically, you follow the bones and you follow the articular margins, which are the edges of the bones. And you just travel, your eye. you make your eye go around each one and every um, joint. And you literally look for, because you're looking, again, you are trained. And this is the point of the radiology training scheme for four years. When you sit beside a consultant and they teach you for literally four years, and that's where you're learning. And so your eyes become used to looking for fractures. You know where fractures are more common. You look and when you do find a fracture, you check, is it extending into the joint or is it not in the joint? These are all things you mentioned in your report.
1: How difficult is it to learn all of that? You're looking at the brain, which is totally different to a bone. How difficult is it to take all of that in?
0: It takes, the, it takes a, you know, a few years. But the, the, in radiology in Ireland, there are about 17 to 20 um, trainees produced every year, like consultants produced at the end of four years. So it's, you know, that's not a huge number of people. Um, and it, it's quite an intensive training program and the exams are tough. You do a lot of physics, you do a lot of anatomy um, in addition to physiology and reading scans.
1: It's a fantastic skill because obviously you can look at different parts of the body, different consistencies and spot issues.
0: Yeah, I suppose that, that is that's what we do. But you see, the referring clinicians have to spot from without the scan. I find it much easier to when I see someone sick, I wonder what's happening inside as opposed to what's happening, you know, I'd, I'd wonder about what's happening in the brain, as opposed to you know, are they depressed? So, like, that's what the referral clinicians are—the people who have all the skill. Really, we just, you know, just do our job,
1: <laughs> and a fantastic job it is. I presume it's better from a patient's point of view if you don't find anything. From your point of view, presumably, it's better if it's more interesting if you do find something.
0: Well, you'd be pretty happy when you find a normal brain as well, mm. and when you can rule something out. Sure, it's very or not not even a normal brain and normal pelvis. Or a very satisfying one is we often get referrals in with pelvic ultrasound for ovarian cyst, patient with right lower abdominal pain, and you find a nice cyst, and it's simple, benign appearing, and you follow it up six to twelve weeks later, and it's gone, and then that's a very satisfactory conclusion for everybody. The patient understands why they had the symptoms, and how the symptoms are gone, no further follow up required. So That's a very satisfying. You know, I think typically as radiologists we prefer not to find stuff if we, you know, in an ideal world.
1: Ultimately, you're there to help the GPs and the patient rule out or positively, I suppose, identify patients issues.
0: Yeah. And sometimes we are spot on. We have these things called, and many, you know, the answer and we tell, we say what we think it is. Other times it's non-specific. So we give a differential as to what it could be. And we might re- require further imaging or contrast, but also referring to a specialist for further investigations, like blood tests, spinal taps, you know, so we kind of just give our best opinion of what it could be. That's based on experience,
1: a lot of them. Are. Well, that's been very informative and very useful. I, I know a lot more now about what a radiologist does. Before this, I wasn't even sure what the difference between a radiographer and a radiologist was. Uh, Dervil Driscoll, listen, thank you for talking to us today on the Affidea podcast, Consultant Radiologist with Affidea. Thank you for your time. Thank you. We'll see you next time.
0: The Afidea podcast brought to you by Express Care with Affidea with clinics in the Elysian in Cork and Northwood and
1: Tala in Dublin. There's nothing more important than health.